Welcome. This is the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. Welcome to today's program. In the book of Matthew, chapter 16, verse 13, Christ stated, or this is what it this is what it says. And before I go on, uh, for those traveling through the area, this is 1360 KHNC AM radio, and the programs are streamed daily at all times. And if you're traveling through the area, you can go to 1360KHNC.com your computer to get the programs. So, to continue. And when Jesus came into the coasts of Syria, Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And they said, Some say that you are John the Baptist. Some say you are Elijah. Others, Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. And he said to them, But who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed are you, Simon, or Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed it unto you, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say unto you that you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my ecclesia, my church. The gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I will give unto you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever you will bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Now the interpretation 
of the Catholic Church concerning these verses is that upon this rock, Peter, the church would be built, meaning the Catholic Church, the Catholic system of worship. That's not what it's saying. And the Catholic theologians, they know this is not, their interpretation is incorrect. And they know that. But for the sake of keeping their dominion, their control over the Catholic people, they state that this church, the Catholic church, was founded by Peter. But it's not what it's saying. Christ's question was, who do men say that I am? And the answer that Peter gave was that you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And what Christ is saying is that upon this rock, I will build my church. The revelation that Christ is the Son of the living God. With the uh, Jewish people, with the, the nation of Israel, the Israelites, when he Christ used the word rock, in our understanding, we just think, well, a rock. But it's different in the understanding of the Hebrews of the children of Israel. They see it completely differently. And they think in terms of what the scripture in the uh, what Moses stated in Deuteronomy chapter 32. What he stated was that in 30, the chapter 32 of Deuteronomy, the term rock is used seven times. It is used more in the book of Revelation, that word rock, than in any other chapter throughout the Bible. So when Christ said, I am the rock, upon this rock, I will build my ecclesia. The Hebrew, the, the children of Israel that were present, they instantly went back in their thinking to their teachings about Moses' teachings in Deuteronomy. And Deuteronomy is the last song, the last thing that Moses presented to the children of Israel while they were in the wilderness. It was his last speech to them. And in that chapter, he taught, used the term rock, or the word rock, seven times. If you want to understand what Christ was saying about the ecclesia, that the gates of hell will not prevail against. You have, it would be. It, it, it's necessary to understand the word rock. 
In Deuteronomy, Christ begins by saying, or Moses begins by saying, give ear. Pay attention. Listen. Don't be distracted. O you heavens, I will speak. Hear, O earth, the words of my mouth. Verse 2. My doctrine. In the King James, the word doctrine is used one time. I'm sorry, not one time. The first mention of the term doctrine, teachings, instructions, what Christ would present, what Moses was going to present, he's saying, listen to what my teaching is. My doctrine to you, you have to remember. It's going to drop as the rain. My speech shall distill as the dew, as the small rain upon the tender herb, as the showers upon the grass. The doctrine was not meant for the earth. The doctrine, the teachings of Moses and his last address to the children of Israel was going to penetrate their hearing and settle in their heart. This was his intention. This was the intention of Christ when he came to spend three plus years with the disciples. His doctrine was important. But the whole farm field of God was going to be watered by doctrine. Tender herb to the trees, everything would be watered. And as it was watered, it would be watered in the fashion where the rains that would come would not destroy or injure or harm anything in the field. Christ, when he came, he was careful in a type not to bruise a broken reed or to quench a smoking flax. In a type, you could say, it's talking about the soul of man. Resilient, durable, tough. But on the other hand, the soul of man, nothing is more delicate, more sensitive. Something like a, like when the grass, when it sprouts, you have the milk, the little pod. It's just a perfect circle. And the lightest breeze will send the seeds downwind. The soul of man is so delicate that Christ, when he is speaking, his words would not do anything. There was no, they were not fashioned to hurt anyone, but to help everyone. I will publish the name of the Lord, ascribe greatness unto our God. This is what we are to do. We are to publish, announce, proclaim the name of the Lord. And in our time, in the period of time in which we are 
we are to publish Messiah and His name. He is, according to Matthew chapter 16, verse 18, He is the Messiah. There will be many Christs, false Christs, men declaring they are Christ at the end of the world through the ages. But there is one Christ, there is one Messiah that will build his ecclesia. And what he builds, the gates of hell will not be able to come against it, prevail against it, be victorious against it. So the thinking, when Christ said this to the disciples, when he stated this to them, their thinking went back to Deuteronomy chapter 32, talking about the rock. And I'll just mention what it says about the rock. 32 of Deuteronomy is a the last thing that Moses had to say to the children of Israel. Moses didn't, uh, so to speak, in our way we would present it, he didn't pull any punches with the children of Israel. They were apostate. He knew they would go and leave the teachings, his teachings, the teachings that he would present to the children of Israel. They would stray. It's negative. He knew them. He was with them for 40 years. He saw their unbelief. He saw how they complained. They weren't grateful. How easily they would forget. They come out of Egypt, which was difficult, into the wilderness where they're free, but it was a harsh land, and they complain that the food is bland. They complain that about everything. They uh, don't see the power of God bringing them out of Egypt. They don't realize they're not looking at things correctly. If he could bring them out of Egypt, he can keep them in the desert. But still, they would complain. Still, they were without faith. And so, Moses told them, God stated, you will not enter into the the new land that I promised the children of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You who came out of Egypt, the fathers of Egypt, will not enter into that new land. In uh, verse 4, He, Moses said, He is the rock. His work is perfect. All His ways are judgment. A God of truth without iniquity. Just and right is He. So Moses emphasized the rock as it would be like he's calling the very God that he has served from the time that he saw the burning bush. He saw and he knew who this rock was. It wasn't an item. The rock was almighty eternal God. 
then he says in verse 5, they corrupted themselves. Their spot is not the spot of his children. They are perverse, crooked generation. And then in verse 13, he made him ride on the high places. I'm going to back up a little bit. Verse 9. For the Lord's portion, the Lord's portion, I have to get my glasses here, sorry. The Lord's portion is his people. Jacob is the lot of his inheritance. Everything would funnel to Jacob. Begin with Abraham, funnel down to Jacob. Verse 10. He found him in a desert land and in a waste howling wilderness. He led him about. He instructed him. He kept him as the apple of his eye. In Jacob was the future of Israel. And Christ, or God, Moses is saying that Moses was found in a desert land in a waste-howling wilderness. We, in our experience, each of us, before Christ meets us, before we surrender to Christ, before we are born again, we are in a desert land. The world, before you met Christ, was just a desert land. There was nothing there for you. Your purpose for existing was never going to be fulfilled. The reason why you were alive, you were never going to apprehend, comprehend, understand why you were alive. But upon that day, that instant when you were born again, there was a plan that was given life and that plan is God himself now living inside of you you are born again you were found like Jacob in a waste howling wilderness it doesn't matter how successful or unsuccessful you were it doesn't matter how talented, gifted you were. The Bible says you were in a waste, howling wilderness. Your life was going to be wasted. Your purpose was going to be wasted. Your purpose of living. God found you just like Jacob. He found you in a waste, howling wilderness. And it says that he led him about God was sovereign to lead Jacob in his path, in his calling. It is the same with each of us. God is going to lead us about. It says also that he instructed him. Christ is the one who instructs us. And he teaches us in all that we do, if we can comprehend that 
concerning everything in our lives, our occupation, where we live, the type of what we like, what what is important to us. Uh, should we marry? You're not married. God will instruct us. Jacob was a good student. Isaac also. Abraham also. These three set the pattern for the future generations. Abraham's life was not as difficult as Jacob's. Isaac's life was not as difficult as Jacob's. Jacob was going to have the 12 children that were going to fulfill the promises given to Abraham. And through Jacob, eventually through one of his sons, the world would be saved at that time. The, uh, with each of us, we all have a place in God's ecclesia, in His kingdom. Not everyone will be faithful. And in Deuteronomy 32, Moses was saying to the children of Israel, You have not always been faithful. You have not always responded to God the way you should. He is the rock. He is everything. He has done everything for you. He will do everything for you. He will carry you through any hardship, any uh, anything that would come into your life. He will carry you through it. But he was telling the, the aged people that had been in the desert, that now was time to cross the river into the new land. But those that came out of Egypt would not cross that river, only their children. At this point in life, time, the body of Christ, the Christian people, the born-again people, Hebrew, or those that are saved from the twelve tribes of Israel, And there are believers in the body of Christ from each of the tribes of Israel that are born again. And those that are the uh, non-Jewish people that are born again, we have to cross over a river. We're going to cross a river together. It's going to be unpleasant. It's going to be difficult. And that river that we're going to cross over is the tribulation. The seven years of tribulation. This is the river that we, this is what we have to face. Many Christians, and we're going to talk a little bit later about the three main thoughts on the kingdom of heaven. 
and the kingdom, the millennial kingdom. Three main thoughts. And we're going to discuss these things because it's necessary. As you go into the future, the more you know about where we're going, the more successful you're going to be in your personal life and in Christ. Hardships are coming. If you know the hardships that are coming, you're going to need a rock to assist you in all the hardships. The body of Christ, Hebrew and Gentile, is going to go through a difficult time together. So, we're at the bottom of the hour. If you're traveling to the area, this is 1360 KHNC AM radio. You can stream to this station if you go to 1360KHNC.com. And to this program, we are podcast. It is archived, the podcast section. This is the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry radio church program. And I'm the founder of the Olive Tree Ministry, Rick Rodriguez. We'll be back in about four and a half minutes to continue. We're going to cross a river. The globalists say resistance is futile. Will you choose to accept your slavery or declare your liberty? Find out how on Pac-Man and the Rev, Saturdays from 1 to 2. Sometimes the truth hurts. The Federal Reserve is in control of our money. But lately, control is the last word you would use to describe the Fed. Emergency rate cuts, huge increases in their balance sheet, the constant blowing of bubbles and boom and bust cycles that just leave most of us busted. I'm Joe Jaquin, owner of the Patriot Trading Group, and we have been protecting people's wealth for almost 25 years. Stop playing the Fed's game and get your wealth protected. Call us at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. If you love wealth better than liberty, the tranquility of servitude better than the animated contest of freedom, go home from us in peace. We ask not your counsel, nor your arms. Crouch down and lick the hands which feed you. May your chains be set lightly upon you, and may posterity forget that you were ever our countrymen. Samuel Adams. January 22nd saw northern Colorado invaded by thousands of Second Amendment patriots going to the new PE gun show facility at the Greeley Mall. Gone are the days of the crowded facility and limited products. Patrons shopped hundreds of tables filled with all the items you expect at a premier event show. For future show dates, CCW training, or seller reservations, visit PEShows.com. That's PEShows.com for more info. While you're out, visit Harsh Outdoors at 600 Oak Avenue in Eaton. They carry a full line of ATVs, UTVs, mowers, trimmers, sprayers, and chainsaws from Husqvarna, DR, Generac, and EasyGo. Whether you have half an acre or a thousand, they carry the equipment you need. They also have a full-line gun store with lots of firearms, ammo, safes, and accessories. Check out HarshOutdoors.com. That's HarshOutdoors.com. Backyard or back 40, Harsh Outdoors has you covered. See you at the show. This is Carter, bail agent at ASAP Bail Bonds. We now have a radio show. 
Tune in every Sunday at 2 to 3 to learn the truth about bail. Feel free to give us a call anytime for free bail information. 970-378-7878. We want you to know the truth about the rise in crime. Tune in every Sunday at 2. Hello, my name is Keith, and I'm the host of the program, The Pursuit of God, on 1360 KHNC. And I invite you to join me Saturday mornings at 11 o'clock as we go on this great pursuit of God. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. When Jesus You're listening to the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program on 1360 KHNC AM Radio and podcasts and the streaming, way to get to the streaming and the podcast, 1360KHNC.com. My contact information is Rick Rodriguez or the Olive Tree Ministry, PO Box 872 Longmont, Colorado, 80502. P.O. Box, 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. I uh, generally don't really, I forget to give out contact information, how you can reach me, program name, where you can, where this program can be heard. I forget about it, and I just felt that the Lord told me that I needed to a little more diligent because people coming through the area they would like to know what station they're listening to and the programs they're listening to now Jacob was found in a waste howling wilderness so were you God led him about instructed him kept him as the apple of his eye why because there was a plan that God had with the children of Jacob with the Israelites. He had a plan and had to protect Jacob. Like you protect your eyes, God protected Jacob. That was in verse 10. Verse 11. As an eagle stirs up her nest, flutters over her young, spreads abroad her wings, takes them, beareth, beareth, beareth them, Beareth them on wings. In other words, God has to carry. This is God's role. God carries. He prepares. He is perfect in the settings that we are in. No matter what kind of a setting you are in, Christ is there if you're born again whether you feel his presence or you don't. There were many times when Jacob, I'm pretty sure, wondered. He was promised that God would bless him, but then one night he wrestles with God. And at the end of the time of that encounter, Jacob would not let this angel go. 
And he tells the angel, the angel says, listen, I have to go. Release me. Jacob said, no, not until you bless me. Well, God had already told him through his father and his grandfather that they would be blessed, that the seed of Abraham and Isaac would be blessed. But we forget things. God is carrying us. Verse 12. So the Lord alone did lead him. The truth is that these people in years, in the centuries past, they were in prison. Even though they were in prison, they probably didn't have access to the scripture. Many, many, of course, not until earlier before the printing press was created. There's only a few group of people that had even access to a Bible or even knew what it was other than for their rabbi or their pastors. But God did lead them. And it says something interesting. Here's what Moses said. And there was no strange God with him. So Moses is saying that with Jacob, there was no strange God. But he's implying that you, Israel, you have gods. You worship idols. But not with Jacob. There were no strange gods with him. He knew who his God was. You, Israel, you continually forget who your God is. It, the same principle is in the churches. Whether you feel God is with you or isn't with you, uh, He is with you. The children of Israel, they would go seek strange gods. In the body of Christ, within the churches, there is, I cannot begin to tell you how much idolatry in the churches. They're, they're uh, within Catholicism, within the Greek churches, within the Lutheran churches, Episcopalian, Anglican, in the Evangelical churches, Messianic churches, Pentecostal churches, the idolatry is going to be dealt with. People are not going to, God is not going to allow His people, as we go into this coming hardship, anything that you have put your trust in is going to be exposed. And whatever it is that you have put your trust in is going to abandon you with me personally. I symbolism of any kind. I it, it's 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 a non issue with me. I a cross, the Jewish star, uh, nothing. I don't wear jewelry. 
because I realized that I, uh, for me, it's just not necessary, but we have to be careful. We have to be careful. In my experience, I don't want anything to interfere with my relationship with Christ. All the oaths, an oath, we are commanded not to make oaths. But we, we swear in the Boy Scouts, I made an oath. I went back and I broke it. I have no allegiance to the Boy Scouts of America. In my football team, when I was a football, when I used to play in high school, it was just a game. It was not something that was going to be my career. I had a friend who used to watch cowboy and Indian movies, and a cowboy take a knife and cut his hand and the Indian would cut his hand and they put the hands together and they would become blood brothers. Well, I did that with a friend of mine who lived next door, Gary Goodson. And years later, the Lord reminded me about that blood oath. Didn't even think about it. I had to break the power and repent of ever doing it. Secret societies, they have to take an oath because they violate what Christ, what God said not to do. Yahweh said, don't do it. They, they want people to violate. I, the only, when my wife and I were married, I made a vow. That is different. We've been faithful to each other. And if I've made any oaths, and even the Lord said, don't swear by heaven, don't swear by the hair of your head, by your head. Don't swear by anything. Don't make an oath. So, if you want to be free from any of the ropes attached to your life, you have to go back and break the power of any oath, any anything that you have sworn your allegiance to. Because whatever you have sworn allegiance to, that is a rope tied to your life. You don't want to be bound by, you don't want to be in a tug of war with God. People who have come out of Freemasonry, regardless of how deep into Freemasonry they went, you can just... Go in, swear the oath to the Freemasons, walk out the door, and never go back again. You still have sworn an oath to whatever. There cannot be strange gods with us. Now I'm going to go back to my point that I made in the first half hour of the program. The whole world is going to be, going to have the experience, the coming experience that Christ talked about in Mark, Luke, and in Matthew. A tribulation. That's just 
those three books, the whole world is going to go into tribulation. The children of Israel, the Christians, those who are born again, and the non-Christians are going to go into this river, this time, this period called tribulation. This is the generation that was ordained to go through what is coming. We are in the birth pains before the hardships really begin. And the hardships in the tribulation, seven years of hardship, the tribulation, the hardships in the first half of the tribulation, as difficult as they're going to be, are not going to be as difficult as the last three and a half years, the last half. The body of Christ is not ready for what's coming. The world isn't either. Neither are the Jewish, the, the children of Israel. When I say Jewish, I mean, I don't mean, I mean the whole family of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I, I, I've written some articles years ago. It's just real complicated. They're Hebrew people. They were Hebrews. Abraham was called a Hebrew. And the children of Israel are Hebrew people. To simplify things, I use the term Jewish, meaning all of the Jewish people, not just from one tribe, but the whole group. And in my writings, I had to state, so for the Jewish people or the, the children of the, the Hebrew people that would read it, that I understood the negative thought to the word Jew. And I understand how semantics come into play. But I mean the whole, all twelve tribes of Israel, excluding the tribe of Dan. The tribe of Dan is not mentioned in Revelation chapter 7. Tribe of Dan, the occult tribe, was replaced by the tribe of Manasseh. The tribe of Dan, the 13th tribe, which Judas Iscariot was from the tribe of Dan, was bumped out of the apostleship of the disciples of the apostles, and Matthias took his spot. I have been researching to see if Matthias is from the tribe of Manasseh. Paul knew that he was of the tribe of Benjamin. And people have stated that, the, that we have no way to tell who is Jew or who is Jewish blood from the 12 children of Israel and who isn't. That is not true. There will be 12,000 from each of the 12 tribes of Israel that will go through the tribulation and come out of the tribulation 
beyond the wrath of God judgments and repopulate the nation of Israel in the future. And the way this was made possible is through the DNA sequencing technology. There is a way to know. There are many who call themselves that they declare they are the seed of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and they are not in name only, just like many people claim to be Christians. And they are not. They are Christian in name only. Not true Christians. Going on with Deuteronomy. The Lord said that He made Jacob to ride on the high places of the earth, that he might eat the increase of the fields, and he made him to to uh, eat honey out of the rock and oil out of the flinty rock. All references to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. This is all references to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Then in verse 15, Jeshuan waxed fat, kicked. You are waxen fat. You are grown. I wished I had a, a better translation to get the King James English out. But you are covered with fatness. Then he forsook God, which made him. So this is what Moses was saying. The unfaithfulness of the children of Israel. You did drink the pure blood of the grape. Then you forsook God which made him lightly esteem the rock of his salvation. How many people lightly esteem Christ, the rock of their salvation? The Lord uses Israel to speak to the church because the church is we accuse the children of Israel of being apostate, far from God, in idolatry. But it is exactly the same with children that are born again in the body of Christ, in the family of God. We've lightly esteemed the rock of our salvation. Verse 18, Of the rock that begat you, you are unmindful, and have forgotten God that forms you. The believers that are born again, many are so far away from Christ, they're unmindful of Him. The thought of the God that has saved them eternally is not even in their thinking. They're unmindful of this eternal God and all that this eternal God has done to give them eternal life. Kind of uh, ingrates. We'll be right back. Next Gen Windows and Doors of Fort Collins provides superior window and door replacement to Northern Colorado homeowners for over 20 years. Next Gen was just voted best in NOCO for window service companies and has hundreds of five-star reviews. Call now for a free in-home evaluation, 970-888-6588. 
or visit them online at nextgenwindowsanddoors.com. Mention KHNC when you call and get a 5% discount. Winter's here. Stop the draft. Kids, when making those cool motorcycle sounds when riding your bikes, don't use your baseball or even your Pokemon cards because they may be worth money someday. Instead, use that embarrassing baby picture that your mom took of you in that ridiculous outfit. But when she finds out, you didn't hear that from us. Another friendly reminder from 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Always wear your helmet. Chehibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit TeheboTeaClub.com. Tehebo is spelled T like Tom, A-H-E-E-B like boy, O, then continue with the word T and then the word club. The complete website is TeheboTeaClub.com or call us at 818-610-8088, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-610-8088, TeheboTeaClub.com. Tyler here at Hornback Landscaping and Junk Removal LLC. We take care of all of your landscaping needs. New landscape and hardscape install, maintenance, snow removal, fall and spring cleanup. We also do junk and trash haul away as well. We are your one-stop shop for anything outdoors. We pride ourselves in quality from start to finish. That means communication, customer service and final product. We want you to take as much pride in your yard as we do in our work. Come check us out at hornbacklandscaping.com. You can also contact us at 970-966-5665 or at hornbacklandscaping at gmail.com. Thank you. Power surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. But don't let that happen. Go to EMPShield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American-made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMPShield.com Okay, again, this is the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Church on KHNC AM Radio. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. My contact information is P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. These programs are on podcast at 1360khnc.com, podcast section, also streamed again. 1360khnc.com Matthew stated that the gates of hell will not prevail against the builded church and Christ gave asked the disciples who do men say that I am and Peter answered thou art the Christ the son of the living God upon that rock that revelation of who Jesus Christ was that rock, upon that rock, Christ would build his ecclesia, 
and the gates of hell will not prevail against that ecclesia. Now, the ecclesia is not the whole family of God. It is not all of the believers that are born again in the present day. The ecclesia is the faithful group of believers that are faithful to God. Just because you're a believer, you cannot say you're the, you are the part of the ecclesia. If you, if the gates of hell, hell are prevailing against you, take yourself out of that, that uh, group. No. There will be, through the seven, within the seven churches, there will be a group of people that are godly, holy, righteous, they know God, they know His ways, they know His teachings, they follow His teachings, they obey what He has stated they are to do. And in Revelation chapter 14, the question was, who are these? These are they that follow the Lamb whithersoever He goeth. These were virgins. Does that mean that they never were married? They never... No, no, no. No, not talking about that. Those who are faithful to Christ in the body of Christ presently, these are they that follow the Lamb whithersoever He goeth. This is the ecclesia. This is the small residue of faithful believers that no matter what, they follow Christ. They deny themselves. Whatever Christ requests they do, they do it. It's, I, I'm trying to condense it because we're going to finish this hour. Podcasts for this program on 1360khnc.com. The program is the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry. And every Sunday I am here from... 9 to noon. There is a purpose for three hours. You don't have to sit and listen to three hours, one right after the other. Break it up. Go to the podcast during the week. We'll be right back in the next hour. Hey, man. Pass the battle over. Take a couple of hits off the My Kind CBD. Get your CBD by going to 1360khnc.com and click on the shopping button, man. Silly Jamaican, there's no THC in this product. It's certified THC-free. Just go to the website, 1360khnc.com, click the shop. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Werbin. Eighty years ago Saturday, President Roosevelt signed the order that forced Japanese Americans out of their homes into internment camps across the West. They weren't criminals or spies or even sympathetic to Japan back in those World War II days. They were just people targeted for their heritage. 7,000 Japanese Americans spent years here in Colorado imprisoned at the Amachi internment camp at Grenada. The prisoners included Derek Okubo's parents and grandparents. It's a part of a, an American history that for many years people wanted to sweep under the carpet. But, you know, any time that if we're really 
to grow as a country, we have to face our demons. Derek joined Biden Administration Secretary of the Interior Deb Holland on a tour of the former campsite Saturday where there are many remnants and landmarks from the original Amachi. A preservation group created by Grenada High School has been taking care of the site for decades, but that's expected to soon change. This past week, the U.S. Senate passed a bill to make Amachi part of the national park system. The bill still needs to go through the House for a final vote, but it is expected to pass and be signed by the President. I'm Jim Williams. Edwards resident Michaela Schifrin back on the snow in China today, or last night U.S. time, for her last race of this year's Winter Olympics. The 26-year-old competed with three of her teammates in the mixed parallel giant slalom. Michaela's veiled neighbor, Paula Moltsan and River Radimus of Steamboat Springs, were part of the squad along with Tommy Ford. The U.S. skied well, but just a few hundredths of a second not well enough, placing fourth behind Austria, Germany, and Norway. Schifrin leaves the games without a medal for the first time, but says taking part in that final event made it all worthwhile. It's just been incredible to compete today with you guys after a long Olympics. This is my absolute favorite memories, and I, I just want to thank you for that. I'm Ted Werbin on the Rocky Mountain News Network. Family-friendly vacations, a weekend with the boys, or a romantic getaway. You will find it in Wyoming's Carbon County. Winter favorites include museums, mineral hot springs, snowmobiling, cross-country skiing, and snowshoeing. You'll enjoy an array of lodging, dining, and entertainment options. All the fun set against the West's favorite backdrop. Plan your trip at wyomingcarboncounty.com forward slash travel safe. That's wyomingcarboncounty.com forward slash travel safe. Get your West on. Are you struggling with credit card debt? It may be time to consolidate that high-interest debt with help from your mortgage. You could save up to $1,000 a month without paying upfront fees. You just have to call American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. Get a free mortgage review by calling 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000. Or visit AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 182334. Regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Hi, this is Ron Tafoya, owner of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners, family-owned and operated since 1970. We use the latest non-toxic green cleaning systems and state-of-the-art tensioning units to assure a quality and consistent finish. Located in Severance and Fort Collins, from wedding gowns to sleeping bags, we do it all. For info and directions, call us at 970-775-0623. Again, 970-775-0623. Friday, February 25th at the Immortal Bar in Johnstown, Colorado. Someday, love will find you. Still, they ride. Tribute to Journey. One night, we'll remind you. With special guest, Asha Blaine. Performing all of the hits and more from the legendary rock band Journey. Tickets are available at TheImmortalBar.com or StillTheyRideBand.com. Get your tickets today before they sell out.
to the responses to our Ostrafarian CBD commercial, here's a message from Arnold. I don't know what the big deal is. I just try to use a little accent and sell some CBD, and people get all upset at me. I just want to sell CBD. Buy CBD now. Now. Buy it now. To buy or find my kind CBD products, just go to the website, 1360khnc.com. Click on the shop. second hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. My contact information is P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. Every Sunday from 9 to noon here on 1360 KHNC.com. Podcasts are also on 1360khmc.com. Programs are streamed at all times on that same website, 1360khmc.com. Yes, uh, the song is stating that we need to call the angels, calling all angels. Well, we call on the angel of God. We call on the angel of God that visited Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The very God. We call on our God, Jesus Christ. He is God. The Holy Spirit is God. And the Father in Heaven is God. The plurality of God. In the beginning, God said, let us make... Wait a second, how did that go? No, He said, let us... Make man in our image, after our likeness. Let us. Well, God created the heavens and the earth, and then he says, let us make man in our image. Let us make man. This is the mystery of the morality of God. And David would call on the Lord. Lord Jesus is the one who we call upon. If you want to know God, 
God will point you to His Son, Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ points us to His Father. I was finishing, I'm going to finish out with my thought in the first hour. The children of Israel understood the rock in Matthew chapter 16, verse 18. Upon this rock, well, 13 through 18, upon this rock I will build my church. Upon the revelation that Jesus Christ is the Christ, Jesus, that Jesus that Christ is the Son of the living God. Upon that rock, upon that revelation, and the Israelites knew, the disciples knew that Christ was referring to Deuteronomy 32, the rock. And I'm going to finish out with the last two verses, three verses. Four verses concerning the rock. Deuteronomy 18. Of the rock that begat you, you are unmindful, you have forgotten God that formed you. So the rock states that it is the God that they that formed them. Verse 30. Oh, that they were wise, that they had understood this they would have considered their latter end. How should one chase a thousand and two put ten thousand to flight except their rock or their God had sold them and the Lord had shut them up? Verse 31, For their rock is not as our rock, even our enemies themselves being judges. We have a rock that is not like the rock that the children of Israel trusted in. Our rock is not and should not be the things of the world that we would put our trust in. Our income, our wealth, our occupations, what we've achieved, what we are, that cannot be the rock on which we stand. And trust in that rock. Verse 31, 30, 37, the final verse. Seven times the rock is mentioned in Deuteronomy chapter 32. They shall say, where are their gods? Their rock in whom they trusted. Christians, where? When this hard time that we're going to go into comes you are not going to be able to trust in the gods that you may trust in now. The occult world is going to trust in the occult world, the demons, and they're they're going the the spirits are not going to save them from what's coming. Now I uh, going to shift American Christians are in a dangerous and perilous state of complacency. I'm quoting from a friend of mine who wrote a book. It's a perilous and dangerous state of complacency. 
And the complacency has been brought about by the nation in which we live. A nation that is the freest, had been the freest, the greatest economically, the freedoms that we have, and it makes us complacent. We're in a very dangerous place. Satan has is so powerful the deception upon the people of this nation. Christ said it would come. It has come. What is even more fearful is the deception upon the born again people in the body of Christ. Christ said it would happen. The word is apostasy. They would be apostate. And meaning they have drifted recklessly. Sometimes intentionally they've drifted from God himself. When you have everything, you don't need God to help you. It's only when you're in trouble that people cry out to God. But when you're, everything is going well, uh, there's no need really to depend on God because things are going well. It's when things are going well is when you really need to depend on God. You need to Stay close. And, you know, uh, I was talking to some friends last night. When things are going well, that's when the danger comes. When there's no hardship, when the water is smooth, when the, the, the uh, winds have ceased, that's when you can drift. That's when you can depart. That's when you become complacent. Be careful. If you keep in your thinking that we are going into, we are in the years before the 70th week, before the time of hardship, Matthew says it would be a time of birth pains. We're not in the delivery room yet. We're in the time of birth pains. And, and this is the time where God is telling his people, prepare for the long, the long race. Get in shape. And Christians don't even don't realize, most of the church they don't realize what's coming. And the Lord said that they would this would be the condition of the body of Christ. They wouldn't be where they would see the signs, but they wouldn't interpret. The signs are clear. I state during state during the uh, this, the uh, program that I have Monday through Thursday, the present truth. I state the signs. A global digital currency system where you can't buy and sell unless you have 
mark a the wars that would come at the end of the world. There are people talking about World War Three, meaning the war which Russia will invade the Middle East. There's a war before that. There's the pre-war prior to what you would call World War Three. Then after Russia's destroyed, there's going to be another war that's going to take place where Antichrist will begin to use the military to go into the nations to control the nations and rob the nations of their wealth. Then there is another war coming after that when Antichrist will invade Israel and occupy the land. And then after that, there's going to be the War of Armageddon. And then there's going to be the war where Christ at Armageddon destroys. Those that take the mark of the beast will be there. Then Christ will take over the nations of the world, rule them in righteousness. This is the this is what's coming. But now we are in a we have an opportunity to begin to spiritually work on our endurance, our stamina, which we should do. If there was ever a time to look into the scripture to see where we are in time, it's now. And the nations at the end of the world are going to get, in a sense, dressed for the ball. And what I mean by that is the nations of the world are going to prepare for the coming wars. They're going to arm and get their armies ready for the war, the wars that are coming. They're they will take the resources that would be created for farming to produce food, melt them down and take them and use them for weapons of war. This is what where the world is headed. There would be a great robbery of the nations economically time in which we live. The nations are going to be robbed of their wealth. Well, through this coming global reset, that will be one of the ways in which the nations will be robbed and the people of the nations. Their hard-earned uh, blessings, finances, are going to be taken. Already, the nations are, have been, they've been, we've been people that the children of the devil have been robbing the world of the wealth for 150 years. And as the nations get wealthier, the robbery, how do I phrase it, the, the uh, theft increases. You know, you can only go into a man's house and steal a pound of gold if that's all he has. But if he works hard and has three pounds, well, the thief will come to take all three pounds. And Antichrist is coming to take the 
the wealth of the countries that will not go along with what his agenda is. We're at the end of the world. And in the churches, they're not talking about what's coming. Which is going to get me to today's program. And the program is this. There are three basic thoughts of the Millennial Kingdom. Three main thoughts. There is a premillennialist thought, a postmillennialist thought, and an amillennial, uh, amillennialism. And within the body of Christ, this is basically the thinking of this coming time called the Millennial Kingdom. And Christ said that at His return, a second time, there would be a kingdom, His kingdom, that would be a thousand year kingdom. And within the Christian churches, within Christendom, there is these three thoughts. Premillennialism, postmillennialism, and amillennialism. They're very, it's important to understand if, you, if the, and the churches for the most part don't understand, the Christian people don't understand these three basic thoughts the pros and the cons. We're going to talk about, I'll begin with postmillennialism. And then I'll talk about premillennialism. Get my notes out. This will not be dull. You may think it's going to be dull, but it's not going to be dull. I promise you. Because these think that this this uh, within these three thoughts of the coming millennial millennium, the millennial kingdom, there is. Quite a bit of uh, errant doctrine. Okay, postmillennialism. Firstly, it is one of the defining tenets of the belief that Jesus will not return until after the peaceful millennial kingdom has been established. So they're saying that there's going to be, the world is going to be at peace before we have a, how do I rephrase it? I'm going to rephrase it. The belief is that Jesus will not return until after the peaceful millennial, millennial kingdom has been established. So after the millennium that will be bring peace to the earth is established, then Christ will return. Secondly, with post and pre and amillennialism, they both spiritualize end time prophecy. They both believe that the churches are superseded, have superseded Israel's role in God's plan. No, this is not correct. And with 
these views, Israel is always brought into the mix. Israel has not been replaced. The covenants that God made with, with Israel still exist today with the children of Israel. All the seed of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Jacob's twelve children. Israel has not been replaced. Israel has her destiny that is different from the destiny of the people that are born again, the churches. Our role and what we are to do, what we are to accomplish is different than that of Israel. Israel, these, the Jewish people, the, the uh, nation of Israel, and the Hebrew people, they are the elect, chosen by God for a plan throughout time, through the time in which we're in now, the end of the world, and for a destiny in the millennial kingdom. Number three, with the post-millennialism. It teaches that the reign of Christ in the hearts of his followers will naturally develop into a world that is characterized by biblical behavior and a desire to follow God. In other words, eventually man will just naturally desire to follow God. That is not the case. The nature of man, there is a war taking place between the flesh and the spirit. And mankind will never just naturally gravitate toward becoming moral, righteous, and holy. Just the opposite. They'll become more evil, unrighteous, unholy. Then it also states that there's going to be this, this desire to follow God. Nope. Not everyone will be saved. But the earth will experience a golden age of spiritual prosperity reflected in politics, entertainment, the family, and social life. So doctrinally speaking, they are off doctrinally. Because Christ stated at the end of the world before he comes, if he didn't return, no flesh would be saved. Just the opposite of what is being presented in the post-millennialism view. not going to be a time, a golden age. This is an occult thought, occult thinking. Also, although the golden age is to be powered by Christ, the church is responsible for bringing it to fruition. So in other words, it's going to be the authority will be Christ's. But we are the ones who are going to bring this golden age to fruition. No. Actually, look what we have done as a body of believers in all the seven churches. Paul in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 said there would be great apostasy. Christ in the Gospels stated there would be apostasy. He even stated that when he returns, is he going to find faith? 
So now with this uh, thought of uh, our bringing this kingdom to fruition, this golden age, there are different forms. There are basically four different forms to this thinking. Firstly, is the classical post-millennialism that relies on aggressive, aggressively witnessing to ensure the bulk of the world's population follows Christ. Well, the objective is to be born again initially, to be saved, to be born again eternally, to receive eternal life through Christ. Christ offers eternal life to all who will believe in Him. And so we are to, basically, what they're saying is that we we uh, force the populations to follow Christ so that there's a moral world. No. Christ working in the hearts of men is what makes the difference. The second part of this type of thinking, that, and more recently, this is, this is where I'm going to kind of focus. Another liberal postmillennialism promotes social gospel heard that term before. It works to ensure that all the worldly needs of all the people are met. It's a social gospel. It is to help people live better. No. We're going to be right back to continue. Rick Rodriguez, President of Hey there, guys. How long have you been waiting for good conservative quality radio. Well, you finally reached your destination at 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Hi, this is Vince Rivera with Serenity Painting. What's up, guys? Vincent is a veteran, a friend of mine, a Christian, and a great guy who implements customer service and integrity into every job that he does. If you're looking for a painter that doesn't cut corners, that actually shows up when he says he's going to show up, does what he says he's going to do, look no further than Serenity Painting and Decorating. Painter 28 at gmail.com. 970-978-9565. Check out our customer reviews, Serenity Painting. The beetles are flying, the pine trees around Greeley are dying, and so's the dollar. The ash borers are all over Johnstown Milliken, and we can only help your trees if we catch them in the first year. If the branch over the house or drive is on pre-SHF list, call Affordable Tree Service North, LLC at 568-6898. We're licensed and insured. We accept all payment forms and honor a 10% military senior discount. That's 568-6898. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont. 
or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. Reasons to own gold. Reason number 725. The government goes out of its way to make you believe Social Security has an account with your name on it with money just for you. But the Supreme Court ruled that payments due under Social Security are not property rights and are not protected. Social Security is merely a tax and the government is under no obligations to pay you anything. Call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit allamericangold.com. This is Rick Rodriguez. I'll be the host of The Present Truth, Monday through Thursday, from 2 to 3. Topics, American World Hegemony, New World Order, Agendas of Secret Societies, The Coming World Religion. Again, Monday through Thursday, 2 to 3. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. We're going to continue with the... Uh, Postmillennialism view. All three views: postmillennialism, amillennialism, and re and uh, uh, premillennialism. All believe that there will be a king, a thousand-year kingdom of God. Now, to finish out with this one here, and I presented this one first because this is going to. Uh, I'll explain it. Okay, another point. The more recent liberal post-millennialism promotes a social gospel. This is a big part of evangelical Christianity, especially within the Pentecostal movements. Social gospel. That works to ensure that all worldly needs of all the people are met. This is like when Christ went out to feed the crowds in the countryside. They came back eventually not for not to hear Christ's teachings. They came to be fed. Within the social gospel movement, people are coming into these assemblies to be taken care of. Like the homeless people will go to a shelter. This is the social gospel. This is exactly what Christ said would happen at the end of the world. His church would not preach the kingdom of heaven and call people to repent. But they would try to bring people into the kingdom of heaven by giving them, speaking kindly to them, not telling them that they're sinners, not... uh, telling them that there is an eternal fire, a hell coming, but a social gospel. Then, a new form, which the two, these two points, one, two, and three, two and three are pretty much, they're all tied into the same thing. A third form is called theonomy, or dominionism or Reconstructionism. This takes the influence of this premillennialism even further. It insists that the kingdom can only come to be if every political system is under the control of the church. This is Catholicism in evangelical Christianity. This is 
errant doctrine, errant practice. No. Every time that Miller's church history, every time the church began to meddle in the affairs of the societies, a persecution would come that would always end with Christians not just being imprisoned, but they would be beheaded, tortured to death. This is what this social gospel, this type of thinking is bringing. The people will begin to hate the Christians, not because so much they follow Christ, but because they're trying to take over the world. This is why it's important for this audience to understand why I feel this is important. If you see it, you're going to know when you're in the company of people that are pre-millennials, I'm sorry, post-millennials, post-millennial thinkers. Now, to the far end of the spectrum, extreme dominionists believe that it's the responsibility of the church to take over the governments of the world and reinstitute Old Testament law. Is this pretty radical or what? This is not the teachings of Christ. This is not what Messiah said. He stated he would come and he at Armageddon would bring his army to go to war at Armageddon and then he would take over. He personally will take over the nations and bring them to himself. Not that we have to do anything. And then with these premillennialists, I'm sorry, the postmillennialists, they consider this to all be figurative. figurative. Some of them believe that uh, at Jesus' resurrection, it began and it's going to continue until he returns. They have an optimistic view of humanity and the view that humanity has an ability to create a perfect society. There has never been a perfect society since the time of Adam, except when there was, when God was involved. And even then it was difficult. Technology and the call to, a bet, to the better angels of our nature will create a world worthy of having Christ as king. We will never be worthy. So, they think they can do this. I don't know. Bring this about through what? Oh, uh, through a false hope? There's a danger in it. We want to believe that we can improve ourselves without Christ. I was in self-help. Well, not I wasn't in any program. But I knew before I came to Christ and gave my life to Him, I was trying to be a better person. I was trying to not drink as much, not do as many, not the kind of drugs we have today, that uh, legal world, and my involvement with women. I was trying to be better. 
less of all those things. But I, I, it wasn't until I gave my life to the Lord that really my life changed. And I had the power to change because I had the power of the Holy Spirit to change. And it set me in a new direction. But I could never, and I think, from time to time I think, I wonder what would have happened if I would not have given my life to the Lord. Would I have been able to live the type of life that I have lived apart from my dependence upon the Holy Spirit? I want to deceive myself and say, yeah, I think I might have been able to do it because I was getting better. No. I am totally deceived. I can't, I know. I know I'm being deceived to even think that way. So, to follow the Bible, to champion social causes, to influence politics, that these things can be the expression of Christ's influence on us. But we know that they cannot create a world so peaceful that's worthy to be presented to God as a gift. So, no. The Dominionists, they are, this movement has grown. And one of the apostles of this, of this movement was in a, the great thought and uh, foundation of this movement was down in Colorado Springs here, Colorado. Now we're going to go to premillennialism. I am a premillennialist in my thinking, more so. And premillennialists believe this. There's going to be a rapture. There's going to be the rise of an individual that we know to be called Antichrist. Premillennialists believe that there's going to be a seven-year tribulation. That there's going to be second coming of Christ that there's going to be a battle of Armageddon that Antichrist will be judged judged, and the false prophet will be judged Satan will be bound for a thousand years cast into the bottomless pit and then after Armageddon and that takes place there's going to be a resurrection of all of the born again people They will be raised from the grave. The Christians that are still alive on the earth also will be raised to a cloud to the judgment seat of Christ to be judged and rewarded for their deeds while they were alive. There's going to be the establishment of a thousand year reign of peace called the millennialism which Christ will establish. Then eventually, at the end, Satan will be loosed and he will deceive the nations one final time and there will be a final battle and then there will be a white throne judgment where God brings all of mankind that had never known God be judged. 
They will be judged, cast into eternal fire forever. Then there's going to be eventually a new heaven and a new earth. And the new earth will have an eternal state. It will not be, it will not erode like our present earth. So that is basically what a premillennialist is. We do believe that there is going to be a literal, not a, there's going to be a literal end of the world scenario. If we can't spiritualize it away. Now there are historic verses. There's a historic view and a dispensationalist view. I don't know how many ministries really teach on this. I know when I was younger, it was very important for the pastors to teach post, pre, and all millennialism in their assemblies. So, premillennialists, there are the historic covenant premillennialists. There is the dispensational Millennialists. There are differences, though. Historic premillennialism is post-tribulation, in that they believe that the rapture of the church will occur after the seven-year tribulation. It maintains that the church will be caught up to meet Christ in the air, and then return with Him to the earth. Or they're come. They're going to. One flawed thought is that they're going to escort him to the earth. Lord, we're going to bring you back to the earth. No. We will not escort him. He will lead us back to the war of Armageddon. But that we will, as a church, as a body of believers, go through the seven-year period known as the tribulation. Uh, another flawed thought is that they don't see a distinction between Israel and the church. In a sense, they believe that the two are the same. No. Israel is completely separate in the prophecies of God toward Israel and the children of Israel. In the land of Israel, there is a different purpose a reason why God has distinctly separated Israel as a nation with the Jewish people, the Hebrew people, and the body of Christ, the seven churches. Ancient Israel, or Israel presently, they await their Messiah. We believe we await Messiah's second we not only believe that he came the first time, we believe he's coming a second time. The nation of Israel, they basically, the Jewish people in Israel, and when I say Jewish, I mean all the whole family of God, all 12 of the tribes. I'm simplifying it. They believe that their Messiah is coming. He has not yet come. So yes, they are in the plan of God, 
but they are not in the same plan that God has for us. We are not, there is a distinct difference between us. We are not the same. And with historic premillennialism, they believe that we replace Israel. No, that we replace Israel's promises and the covenants to Israel. No, we don't. Covenants and the promises that God promised to Israel are for Israel. They're not for the church. They're not for the Christian people. What God has promised us is far superior to what He promised the children of Israel. Even Paul in Ephesians chapter 1, 2, and 3 makes it clear in a, in a way, in an overall thought. Also in Romans chapter 9, 10, and 11, Paul makes it clear. We who are born again, we have access to the throne of God individually, every one of us personally. We have the Holy Spirit, who are, those who are born again, have God Himself, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, living in us, far superior than having a God at a distance. God loves them, God loves us, but we have a different call. We have, oh boy, I'm getting close to the break here. We're getting close to the end of the second hour. I have talked about this in previous programs. What we have received as born-again people, we have received Messiah himself, not at a distant distance, but subjectively. And with that comes eternal life. Come With that comes... Uh, we have no fear of death. We are eternally Christ's forever. There is no such thing as once saved, always uh, once saved, we can lose our salvation. No. Once you are born again, you are born again eternally. You can never lose your salvation. You can lose your reward, but you can never lose your salvation. We are born again eternally, always to be with God. What most pastors don't see is that we lose something, our reward, if we're not faithful to use our talents and abilities while we're alive. We're storing up. We're, we're washing our robes, preparing ourselves to meet Christ when He returns. That's what we do. That's our duty. We are to buy oil. going to go to the break, we'll come back, finish out in just a few minutes. This is Rick Rodriguez. Does EnviroShape's concrete do driveways? We do it! Does EnviroShape's concrete do patios? We do it! Does EnviroShape's concrete do sidewalks? 
We do it! Get a hold of EnviroShapes Concrete at 303-775-7926 or EnviroShapes at gmail.com. The B.E. Gun Show, March 12th and 13th, will be located at 1840 Greeley Mall, Greeley, Colorado. This show features two firearms giveaways, a 12-gauge tactical shotgun from G&B Survival on Saturday and a fully customized AR-15 from Warriors Revolution on Sunday. Buy, sell, or trade, guns and ammo, and CCW classes on both days. See PEShows.com for more info. That's PEShows.com. See you at the show. Hi, folks. I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farmland, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. Called the Glass Doctor of Greeley. Foggy window panes, cracked or chipped windshields, glass shower installations. We do it. We do it good. Heavy equipment glass, home, business, or auto glass repair or replace. We do it real good. Called Glass Doctor of Greeley. Do it. Do it good. Stupid robot. That cracks you up. Call the Glass Doctor of Greeley, 970-616-3100. That's 970-616-3100. Hey, this is Mike Ramsey, Ramsey Auto Group, and Steve Pardue. 6175 West 10th Street, Greeley is our new address. Phone number is 970-443-5654. We specialize in used trucks and sport utility vehicles, but mainly trucks. We have extended our hours on Saturdays to 10 to 3 and Monday through Friday, 9.30 to 5.30, serving the Greeley community and the surrounding areas, but we are really proud to call Greeley our home. 970-443-5654-6175 West 10th Street in Greeley. Okay, we are to the second end of the second hour of today's program on Sundays from 9 to noon the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church. Uh, your host is, uh, my name is Rick Rodriguez. I'm your host. Contact information is Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry, PO Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. And all the podcasts are archived 1360KHNC.com Programs are always streamed on 1360KHNC.com I I know that you can't generally sit for three hours but you can through the week take a half hour, half hour, half hour, half hour If you remember the flow then you don't miss anything and even if you don't remember the flow of what you're listening to it's okay. You're seeing something. For example, 
something you won't forget. We are at the end of the world. The tribulation is coming. Believe it or not, for people who can see what is going on presently, right now in the world, if you don't think this is the time of birth pains, I don't know what to say. This is not tribulation yet. We're in a time of birth pain, birth pains, a time when there's going to be the initial upheavals in the economies of the world and many different things. But this is not the tribulation. This is just the time prior to the tribulation. This is the time to get in shape, to uh, get ready, to be ready. If there was ever a time to get yourself out of debt and to get your, your what we would call your life in order, this is the time. You have to trust in the Lord to help you. So you won't, you're not going to forget that. Another thing you're not going to forget is that the prophecies concerning Israel, wars, initial wars before the tribulation, Israel's wars are coming very shortly. Damascus as a city is going to be destroyed forever. Russia is going to come and attack Israel with Iran and other nations. You're not going to forget this. So, through the week, you can go to the podcasts on 1360khnc.com. You can stream in if you're at a distance, 1360khnc.com. You're not going to forget this. Another thing you're not going to forget, the Antichrist that has been at a distance so far out, no, already working to come into power. He's already behind the scenes planning his second return. It's funny, Christ came first time and there will be a second return of Christ. The same with Antichrist. He was in power, out, and will return to power. Never forget that. We'll be right back. By now, you know how good CBD can be for you. But here are some things CBD can't help you with. Those annoying calls about your car's warranty expiring. Gay frogs. Or racist cows. Climate coaches. Or that undying devotion to Alex Jones. This has been a friendly reminder from your friends at 1360 KHNC, The Roar of the Rockies. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Werbin. If you thought you'd seen winter weather the past couple of months, you ain't seen nothing yet. A much bigger new snowstorm is on the way to blanket the state. This time it won't snow for just one day. Colorado's going to be socked in continuously for most of the coming week. Things will change rapidly, according to forecasters, after today's temperatures in the 60s in many places. Maybe some people even wearing shorts. Find your shovel again and make sure there's plenty of gas in the snowblower, though. You'll need that starting tomorrow on the President's Day holiday. 
Meteorologists calling for a major new cold front to sweep into Colorado, along with moderate to heavy snowfall starting Monday morning in the mountain resorts. Late Monday afternoon on the front range, then continuing almost nonstop into Thursday. The high country is expected to get huge amounts, a foot to three feet, on the ski slopes. Most of the rest of the state as much as eight inches over the next four days. Sunny skies expected to return Friday. Nearly a year after the deadly shooting at the King's Superstore on Boulder's Table Mesa Drive, a new exhibit's opening to capture just how the event impacted that community. It's a photographic show at the Museum of Boulder, filled with portraits of survivors, first responders, and others who helped people heal in the aftermath of the tragedy. The pictures were taken many by local photographer Russ Taylor in the later part of last year, at least a few months removed from that awful day. The exhibit, Boulder Strong, Still Strong, opened this weekend and runs through early April. The museum's also asking visitors to share any of their own images they may have taken of memorials and such following the incident. I'm Jim Williams. Men's college basketball Saturday had the CSU Rams taking on the running Rebels in Vegas. State was down 11 points at the break, falling further behind in the second half. Not even a technical on coach Nico Medveg could inspire the Rams to victory. The Rebels ran right past them, 72-51. to I'm Ted Werbin. If it's after lunch, I probably wouldn't have fed him to the tight. I get a little ornery when I'm hungry, and timing is everything, people. That's why my sportsbook app has live in-game betting for football. I don't care if the game has already started. If the time to make your move is in the second half, go for it. Caesar's got you. Caesar likes to move freely. That's why I'm partial to the total. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call or text 1-800-522-4700. How would you like to save up to $1,000 a month? If you're a homeowner, it's possible. And you can learn more by getting a free mortgage review from American Financing. See if you can lower your rate or pay off high interest debt and potentially skip two mortgage payments. Just call 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000. Or apply online at AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. When dealing with a worldwide pandemic, remember to avoid, distance, and alienate yourself from friends, family, and neighbors. That way, when the crisis is over, no one will ask you to help them move, to borrow money, or bother you for a cup of sugar ever again. After all, who needs community anyway? This has been a public service announcement. Have a lonely, I mean lovely day. Reasons to Own Gold, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group at allamericangold.com. Reason number 647. Most people don't even know that the courts have already ruled. Once money is deposited into the bank, the bank owns the money, and the depositor is merely an unsecured creditor of the bank, which means if the bank goes under, you get paid last. After the financial crisis, instead of breaking up too big to fail, the government and the Federal Reserve created Dodd-Frank and made too big to fail banks even bigger while putting your deposits more at risk. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. To learn more, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800 951 
Next-Gen Windows and Doors of Fort Collins provides superior window and door replacement to northern Colorado homeowners for over 20 years. Next-Gen was just voted best in NOCO for window service companies and has hundreds of five-star reviews. Call now for a free in-home evaluation, 970-888-6588, or visit them online at nextgenwindowsanddoors.com. Mention KHNC when you call and get a 5% discount. Winter's here. Stop the draft. on the ground smelling sweet Move up the road to the outside of town and the sound of that good gospel beat Sits a ragged tent Where there ain't no trees And that gospel group Welcome back to the third hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. Every Sunday from 9 to noon, here on 1360KHNC.com. 1360 AM Radio. My contact information is P.O. Box 872 Longmont, Colorado, 80502. And you can write to the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry, abbreviated. abbreviated. Podcasts are on 1360KHNC.com. I have been talking about premillennial, premillennialism, postmillennialism, millennialism. It's important to understand the doctrines and the thoughts behind these three groups. I am a premillennialist for the most part, and uh, I do believe that there will be, at the end of this age, of this dispensation, I know people don't like the term dispensation, but we are in a period of time that began on the night of resurrection will end when the Christians will be raised from the dead and caught up to the cloud in the air to the judgment seat of Christ. It is a specific period of time in which mankind can receive the Holy Spirit. They can be born again. That God himself as the Holy Spirit can dwell in them, regenerate their human spirit and renew their mind, emotion, and will. It is an exact period. It began when Christ breathed into the disciples in a room on the night of resurrection. Christ raised from the dead in the morning. He returned that evening, breathed into the disciples, or he stated, Receive ye the Holy Spirit. That began this age. We call it a church age, or a dispensation, a 
period of time where God has a plan to do something with the born-again people. And it will end when the last person is saved and the first resurrection of the Christian people, those born again, are caught up again to the into the clouds to the judgment seat of Christ. In this period of time, Matthew 28 through 18 through 20, we are to baptize in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I should read the verses. Take me a second to get them up, but the this is what we're to do during this period of time. So, what I mean by when I say dispensation starts with the rebirth on the night of resurrection to the resurrection of the family of Christ to be with Him eternally. It concludes. The time that has been dispersed, dispensed, I'm sorry, dispensed to the church, the seven churches, the born again people, to faithfully execute a command, an order, a commission, an obligation, something that we were asked to do when Christ departed, to go into the world. To baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. In this, this was dispensed to us. This, this work. We've been commissioned to do this. It's been. A, it was a command of Christ. This was what we were to do as the body of Christ, the born again people. But it's going to come. It's only, it has a free, or it has a beginning, it has an end. It's done. Israel had their beginning. The church will be replaced, in a sense, will be replaced by Israel. Not Israel, not the church replacing Israel. Israel will replace the church. Once the church is gone, Israel as a nation will once again be established as a nation and they will the kingdom that is to come on earth for a thousand years is going to be in their care in their hand now we who are born again we're going to be part of that but we're going to rule in our new bodies from the heavens with premillennialists we believe that there will be an antichrist who's coming to eventually invade Israel to persecute and kill and martyr the Christian people. He will have armies internationally to rob the nations, to destroy nations, to remove kings and prime ministers and or presidents, prime ministers, people of authority and governments of the world as he decides to. He's here. Christians say, well, we can't, it can't be that far along. Well, we're not too far from having a system where you can't buy and you can't sell. And they're pushing to put this in place 
in the next three, four years, they're just ironing out all of the problems with the corporations internationally and trying to work it out with the banks internationally, with the citizens of the nations. But yes, it's here. And who's going to rule over that system? We call him Antichrist. The Jewish people, if we tell the Jewish people about Antichrist, they don't have a clue. They don't care to hear what you have to say. Now, if you tell them that someone is coming to defile their temple, an abomination of desolation coming to defile the temple in Jerusalem, now they'll pay attention to you. But they won't listen to you when you talk about an antichrist. Now the children of the world, non-believers, they understand it because they can see it. The children of the world are wiser than the children of light. The children of the world are already talking about, wow, antichrist must be alive. Is he in power? Or if he, when he takes power, where is he going to, what nation is he going to rule over? Well, for most of the non-believers, they state, well, it's got to be America because America is so powerful. But the Christians, well, the Bible's, but the Bible doesn't say anything about America. It's not in the Bible. Oh, it's in the Bible, Christians. But you can't see it because you have been trained to think that God would never allow Christians within America to suffer. Well, I suppose that God would never allow His 12 apostles appointed by Him, hand-picked, would never suffer either. Or the early Christians, that by the time that John the Apostle is in the island of Patmos and receives his revelation, and he makes a, st a startling statement to the churches, I, John, who... I am a companion with you in tribulation. He knew the persecution of all seven churches. He wrote to them with that thought in mind. A companion in tribulation. But we in America, we are, I suppose, above all the Christians internationally, we have a special blessing on us. We don't have to suffer. We don't go through hardships. Christians in America are in a dangerous and perilous state of complacency. Quoting a friend of mine, Stephen, Stephen Shear. We are in a dangerous state of complacency. Because number one, we live in America. Number two, we are wealthy, educated. Number three, God would never allow us to suffer. I'm trying to remember the fourth point. But we in America, as the weeks and months go on, as you watch what this government is going to do, the plans that this government has for the nations of the world, and the coming plans this nation has for the nation of Israel is going to start in Syria. It 
It's already begun. It began years and years, decades ago. The Lord is not going to do anything according to Amos 3.7. The Lord said, I will do the Yahweh Sabaoth, the Lord of hosts. Yahweh Sabaoth is the the commander of the prophets of God through the ages. He is the one who executes orders and vision and revelation, insight to the prophets at the end of the world. Are there going to be prophets at the end of the world? According to Revelation, yes. According to the book of Revelation, chapter 18, I'm uh, looking for my notes on that. And they're not in front of me. Yes, there will be prophets at the end of the world. It says that in verse chapter 18 that in this end time Babylon the Great, this Babylon the Great is going to kill God's people in America and in the nations of the world. And it says, in her, in Babylon the Great, America, the blood of the apostles and the prophets are going to be put on her. The apostles at the end of the world, I thought the apostles ended when these men that spent time with Christ died. Well, it says in Revelation 18, there are going to be apostles and prophets. And Babylon the Great is going to kill them. And their blood is going to be on the hands of Babylon the Great, America. Now, the confusion is I, I know that I began with post, pre, and ah, millennialism. But I, I'm having to deviate a little bit. There are, There is this new apostolic reform movement, and they believe in that. This, uh, I would have to say that it is a, a cult with born-again, true born-again people within it. But they are doctrinally off. So far off, they don't know it. It's a movement to take over the world, to take over the governments of the world. Countries, uh, states, regions, cities, so that they can give the world back to Christ when he returns. Well, that's that's a, a lie. It's a deception. It says that the world, because we follow Christ, is going to hate us. They're going to persecute us. Read Revelation Matthew, I'm sorry, read Matthew chapter 24. We're going to be persecuted. We're going to be called before councils. Interrogated. We 
were going to be murdered, killed, martyred, beheaded. Read Revelation, book of Revelation, chapter 6. And we're going to suffer. But the new apostolic reformed movement states that we're going to take over the earth and return it to Christ as a gift to give to him at the end of the world. That is not going to happen. We're not going to take over anything. We can't even control our flesh. How are we going to take over the nations? The deception of the devil is very great in America. The deception of the devil is very great within the evangelical born-again churches of America. Very deceived. Apostles are called by God. They're hand-picked. They're ordained by God as He chooses. Not as they choose. Not as they desire according to their natural abilities. Absolutely not. Apostles are ordained by God. And at the end of the world, there will be a few who will be ordained by God. For what reason? To give direction to the churches. To the people of God. To present the teachings of Christ in a pure way without any motive. Like I stated, you can go, it's hard for you, hard for this audience to sit for three hours on Sunday to listen to a program, a church service on the radio. I grew up, and millions and millions and millions of Christians in this country have grown up going to church, their assemblies, and sitting for three, two, three hours. That would be on the morning service then the evening service. That's how in my early, as I was being churched as a young man, we were probably 15 hours of assembly meetings during the week. Our Lord's table on Sunday, Sunday night was teaching, Friday night was teaching, we had prayer Wednesday night, Tuesday or Thursday night was young people uh, get together. Then on Saturday we'd get together and go to the meeting hall and clean. Then I lived in a, a home with uh, 14 other young Christian men. So we'd go home and fellowship through the evening. And we'd, I was in the bottom bunk, and we would uh, fellowship get so tired we just fell asleep it was intense for the plan that the Holy Spirit had for me in the future that was his decision now with the three hours a week you can go to the podcast on 1360khnc.com and you can listen at your convenience. You're not going to forget what I'm telling you. America is 
Revelation chapter 17 and 18, the great harlot, the great whore, that sits upon many waters. This is the United States of America. This nation is going to destroy the seven, the, the, the worshipers in all seven churches in the Catholic Church, Lutheran churches, Greek churches, internationally, especially in this country. This harlot who is committing fornication with the other nations of the world. She rules them through mammon and through all types of evil in that cup full of filthiness, slave, people, people uh, trafficked, children trafficking, drugs, Blood, the lives of people, all the filth in this cup. She's drinking, that cup is about to be filled. These nations that are involved in this system of corporations, industries ruling the world. And then in Revelation 18, it's made a little more clear. This vast empire full of the finest of everything the world has ever known. Greater creature comforts than Egypt, or Greece, or Babylon, or Rome. All the empires of the world, Assyria greater creature comforts than any nation there's ever been. Freedoms like the world has never known. Income. Economies like the world has never known. Only one nation like it. Trades, trades, ports, all surrounding her borders, ports. Ports in the Gulf of Mexico. Ports along the east coast all the way up to Maine. Ports on the west side of America from Canada, from California all the way to Seattle. Oh, but there's no ports in the north. Well, we got five great lakes in the north. Ports up there too. How did our ore get to market to the refineries? Surrounded by water. Babylon the Great trading with the nations by the sea through the ships. And soon the merchants, when she's destroyed, the shipbuilders and the merchants are going to weep and wail because they're not going to have a home for their goods. And in Revelation 18, all of the items, the expensive items starting from gold, silver, precious stones, And right on down the list to the least valuable slaves and souls of men. Christ came 
were what was on the bottom of the list. The souls and the slaves. He died for the souls of men. And to set men free. But it's inverted in the verses about Babylon the Great. The pastors of the land are not telling the children of God the truth. The apostles that will come will tell the truth. They're going to be killed. The prophets that have been ordained to come to America to tell the truth. And I don't mean the false prophets, prophets wannabes, but truly ordained by God. There will be those people that will be killed also. And Amos said, God says, I will, Yahweh Sabiot stated, I will do nothing until I reveal my plans, what I'm going to do intricately with detail to my servants, the prophets, those that I call to all the different nations of the world, to the regions of the world, to the localities of the world, I will reveal to them what I plan to do in those localities. What I do in L.A. will be different than what I do in northern Colorado, than what I do in New Jersey. But all these prophets will know in their vicinities what they are called to do. And I am not a dominionist, though I might share dominionist thought. We'll talk about that. We'll be right back. Be careful when you're dealing with a conspiracy theorist. You may end up with a whole lot more truth than you're used to handling. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. Warning! Warning! The person calling you has the coronavirus. The person calling you is infected with the coronavirus. Do not pick up. The virus is airborne and will travel through the ether wirelessly from phone to phone, thus infecting your phone. Save yourself and others around you. You will die if you answer this call. Do not pick up or you will be infected with the coronavirus. Hey, folks, the Rev here. When the economy collapses, so will society. Martial law will rule, but the protectors will become the looters and thieves. The future will be merciless. Prepare yourself now. Join the Rev for the best urban survival training available today. Call KHNC 970-587-5003 to reserve a seat now. That's 970-587-5003. have a 401k sitting with a previous employer or various IRAs and don't know what to do with them? Look no further. My name is Joey Jaquint and I work with Northwestern Mutual. I take the time to educate you on all your options, making sure you pay the lowest fees possible while taking advantage of any and all tax options as well. It can be very frustrating not knowing how your money is working for you or what your money is even being invested in. 
Together, we will develop a philosophy for how your money will work for you with complete transparency. On top of that, I will be constantly rebalancing your portfolio every quarter, making sure we are always popular diversified in the market. I take pride in making sure my clients are always taken care of. Again, I'm Joey Jaquint, and you can reach me at my cell phone number, 602-909-9048. Again, my number is 602-909-9048, and I'm always a call or text away. Higher rates, lower rates, negative rates, bail-ins, bail-outs, and so much more. You know why you need to own gold and silver. At the Patriot Trading Group, we're a different kind of company. We have no commission salespeople, no boiler room sales calls, no high-priced spokesmen. We believe in treating you with honesty and respect and delivering you the best products at the best price. Buying or selling, call us at 800-951-0592 or go to our website at allamericangold.com. Treat your ears and shake your rear with the Funky Garage Fossil Jostle, Saturday nights at 8 p.m. on 1360 KHNC. You'll hear the coolest 60s garage, psychedelic surf, and 60s and 70s funky grooves. Tune in, turn up, and get down. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. When Jesus All right, we're going to continue. This is, uh, I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. This is the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. Every Sunday, 9 to noon, here on 1360 KHNC. And the podcast is, I'm just going to give you the way to contact us, 1360khnc.com. My contact information is uh, Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. We, like Amos said, Yahweh Sabaoth, surely, Lord of hosts, will do nothing until he counsels his prophets called by him, ordained by him, chosen by him, instructed by him, anointed by him. He'll do nothing until Yahweh Sabaoth will do nothing until he gives his Prophets, insight. Without his prophets, he won't do anything. Nothing will happen. The tribulation is not going to come till the prophets are warned. The prophets, the true prophets, warn that the tribulation is near. It will not come until they warn that it is near. The true prophets are going to tell you we're in the time of birth pains, preceding the tribulation. Matthew chapter 24, first verses. The interrogations are coming. The imprisonment is coming. That will be in the tribulation. We're not in the tribulation yet. Matthew 28, verse 7, 18, verse 18, 28, 18. 
Jesus came, spake to them, stating, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. All power. Go ye therefore, teach all nations, baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son of the Holy Spirit. Teach them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. Oh, and yes, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. The world here means the cosmos ruled by Satan. Satan rules the cosmos, the world, presently. Christ does not have full authority. But to the seven churches, to the born-again people, in this dispensation, this period of time, our duties, starting the night of resurrection, ending on the day that we are caught up in the first resurrection to go to Christ. That dispensation, what has been dispensed to us, is over. Done. Shortly after we are caught up into the, to the judgment seat of Christ, the wrath of God will begin on the world. The wrath of God will reach present-day Israel. The wrath that will reach the world and Israel will never reach the Christian churches because they will not be here. The wrath is poured out upon the wicked. And during that time when the wrath is poured out, Israel is going to be protected. A mountain in Israel is going to split in two. And the the Jewish people, the Israelites, are to run into that valley to be protected. But the wrath of God will not reach us. We will already be in our resurrected bodies. We are now at the end of the world. The end of Satan's rule over the nations is coming to an end. But he's going to rule for another short period of time. And at the end of that rule, there's going to be a disturbance in the spiritual forces in the world in the air, on the ground. Demonic activity, demon possession is going to occur like never before in the history of mankind. You think people are demon possessed now? You wait. When these people that are going to take the mark of the beast, when they take that mark of the beast, the demons will enter them. There are probably demons in them already, I believe, but even more powerful demons will enter them. Once they take the mark of the beast, worship the name, they are, it's over. Mark the number and worshiping the image. When that begins, these people are eternally lost. 
and they will become temporally more wicked than ever in the history of mankind. But at the same time, there's going to be tribulation for them. There are going to be judgments, hardships on them. One of the hardships is uh, the heat in Babylon. I believe all the power this nation will go out. The heat will be the global warming that they've prayed for, wished for. They have prophesied about that heat says that when that heat comes they're going to gnash their tongues for pain they're going to bite on their tongue it's going to be less painful to bite their tongues off than it is to bear the heat they're going to be those who are going to beg to die and death is going to flee from them what it means flee it's like you seeing you walking outside and there's a bear in your front steps, you flee back into the house. It says that death is going to run, flee, depart from them at light speed. For some reason, death won't go near them. and They're going to beg to die. But we won't be here for that. These plagues that are coming. But we have been given a duty. Not to take just to feed the world. I'll read it to you again. I read it earlier. With some of the post-millennialists. They are going to which are dominionists in their thinking, it is to help these people to, <clears throat> to uh, help them by just giving them clothing to help them in this life. But what did Christ say we're to do? We're to go baptize name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach the people to observe all the things whatever Christ has commanded. Is that being done today? No. A social gospel. You can become better. It's a humanist gospel. You don't need Christ, the power of the Holy Spirit, to change your disposition. You can do it yourself. Self-help techniques. Self-hypnotism. I was involved in a lot of that. And uh, it is very powerful. Very deceptive. You almost can become God. Whatever you want to do, you can do it because you've learned to train your soul to become powerful. Astral projection, soul travel, or what they call remote viewing. I used to do that. One day, the Holy Spirit told me, if you do this, 
anymore. These people are going to go to eternal fire because I was trying to get those that were close to me involved in it. And once I became a believer, then the Holy Spirit had to start showing me these new ways of God and the new authority that I have as a believer to overcome the flesh. My mind had to be renewed and uh, being conformed into the image of Christ. This takes the work of the Holy Spirit. You know, in this what I was involved in. They had techniques so you could heal people. And I used those techniques and I helped people heal the person that had a wreck, punctured his lung, went into my state, healed his lung that next that night. Next morning they released him from the hospital. They couldn't find the hole in the lung. This is the type of evil that is out there. And there are many Christians that have been involved in this, in that occult world, that have come out of that. I know. There are some in this audience that came out of that. You need to pray all the time because of the demons attacking you. But all authority, Christ said, has been given unto me in heaven and in earth. We're to go teach those that in our sphere of influence we're to baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit and to observe all things that Christ had commandments, all commanded all of His teachings. The, you know, the Bible is great as an instruction manual. It can help non-believer and believer alike. Salvation does not come through the Bible. Old Testament, New Testament, salvation does not come through the Bible. Salvation, eternal salvation comes by confessing that Jesus Christ is Lord and believing on Him and asking for eternal life. That is how eternal salvation comes. Once you're eternally saved, now the teachings of Christ are to mature you. They're there to help you to mature, to be a boundaries to your life. Avoid Involvement with drugs. Why? Because drugs open you up to demons. I know. I was involved in that world. Drugs will open you up to demons and the demons will come in. Fornication. Avoid it because spirits will come in. You think, well, it's just sex and you 
have a partner and you're off on your own. No, no, no. There's demonic involvement in it. What is on a person that you have a relationship with outside of marriage, that spirit can jump. And the power to commit fornication becomes even stronger. The end of the world, the demon possession of people is going to increase like you cannot imagine. Well, can I prove that in the Bible? Yes. Revelation. Says that, try to remember exactly where the verse is, that in America, America will become the hold H-O-L-D, of every foul spirit and hateful bird. The hold, like a pen, like a where you would hold pigs, big pen, will become the hold of every foul spirit and hateful bird. And I'm going to read it to you right now. Just a second. But yes, America is going to be a prison for all the spirits. Revelation chapter 18, 2, concerning America. He cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon, America the Great, is fallen, is fallen, and has become the habitation of demons, of spirits, and the hold of every foul spirit, and a cage of every hateful, I'm sorry, cage of every unclean and hateful bird. Right here in the scriptures. But the pastors of the land tell you, America is not in the Bible. You look at the demonic activity of this nation in 10 years. You look at the wickedness, wickedness of this nation. You think this is just people having a change in how they want to live, have relationships with people? No. Demonic. And when a nation opens itself up to spirits, the spirits internationally want to come to where there's no resistance. The other nations, if they keep their moral integrity to some degree, the demons don't have freedom. But if you have a society, an empire, as powerful as America, that is willing to bring in any type of murder, murder, whether it be through abortion, to to prosecute the innocent, and to free the guilty, it brings in judgment. One of God's judgments is to allow spirits to invade an area or a country. 
the Gergesenes, that area was fully full of demons. The Canaanites lived in a demonic world. Power surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. But don't let that happen. Go to EMPShield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American-made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMPShield.com Hey folks, The Rev here. Most of you know I teach a hardcore urban survival class at Warriors Revolution. Classes are every other Thursday and Saturday. Classes are $25 a session, and there's five total sessions. Contact the radio station at 970-587-5003. That's 970-587-5003. Or you can call the Rev directly. We'll get you scheduled and get you in class. A lot of radio stations boast about having two, three, four, five hundred thousand listeners. But what they don't tell you is the average listener only listens for four minutes. A song plays they don't like, same old boring commentary, or worse yet, as soon as the commercial starts playing, they change the station. Here at 1360 KHNC, our listeners listen longer, a lot longer. We have one of the longest time spent listening in the industry. That means our listeners don't change the dial when the commercial starts playing because they don't want to miss what our hosts have to say next. Advertise with 1360 KHNC and have your message be heard. Call us at 970-587-5003. We also have the best rates in Colorado. 970-587-5003 or 1360KHNC.com. 1360KHNC.com has CBD products. Click on the shop button and get yours today. Just go to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. The CBD on our website is 99% pure, all natural, no pesticides, non-GMO, is grown organically right here in Colorado, and is 100% THC free. Oh, and did you know ours is the lowest price CBD anywhere in northern Colorado? For all your CBD needs, just log on to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. It is not because men have made laws that life, liberty, and property exist. On the contrary, it is because life, liberty, and property existed beforehand that men made laws in the first place. What then is law? It is the collective organization of the individual right to lawful defense and punishing injustice. Frederick Bastiat, The Law. It's always day by day, always day by day. Christ said, don't take thought for tomorrow, for sufficient to the day is the evil thereof. There's enough evil for today, enough, there's enough uh, hardship in this day. Don't worry about tomorrow. Take care of today. This is what the Lord said. Now, I'm going to finish out by just stating uh, before I forget. These programs are streamed on 1360KHNC.com and then go to the Olive Tree 
and lampstand ministry. During the week, Monday through Thursday, I have the host the Present Truth program from 2 o'clock to 3 o'clock. And again, on 1360 KHNC, uh, you can go to 1360KHNC.com to stream. But it's just AM radio, 1360 on your dial. Contact information is Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry, abbreviated. PO Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. The people in the Dominionist camps don't realize how deceived they have been. And when the Antichrist comes and starts to put them into prison, and when the they are rounded up to be interrogated, they're going to be perplexed. And the reason they're going to be perplexed is because they believe a lie and they have been trained by certain men in this country and Pentecostal movements to believe that God is going to give them authority to rule nations. No. If they can't control their own flesh, if they can't control their own families, if they can't control their own lusts, the lusts, the flesh, the pride of life, the lust of the eye, the flesh, the, the uh, lust of the flesh, how are they going to control nations? No. The only authority they have is in the name of the Lord so that they can be helped, so they can be transformed in their minds and they can be conformed to the image of Christ. That's the power. Yes, we do these other things in the world, but the real power is subjective to help us grow and be what we're to be in Christ. That's the power. The other thing is to, to be able to read the Scripture for what it says, not for what we want it, or what we want to believe it says. We're at the time where everything is changing and God is speaking clearly to His people. Don't be deceived. And pray that you be not deceived. Pray it. Lord, is there any deception in my life? Reveal it to me. God bless you. God bless you. Next Sunday, 9 to noon on 1360KHNC.com. See you. Rick Rodriguez. The P.E. Gun Show, February 12th and 13th, has two giveaways. An AR pistol from Modern Arms and Optics and a 12-gauge semi-auto from GB Survival. Guns, ammo, knives, military surplus, self-defense products, and much more. Located at 1840 Greeley Mall in Greeley, Colorado. Buy, sell, or trade in $50 CCW classes on Saturday and Sunday. See PEShows.com to register. That's PEShows.com. See you at the show. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown,